0: Well, that was a busy day, very productive. And my apartment's pretty much clean now, mostly anyway. It's Thursday, October twenty-first, two thousand twenty-one. I'm Stephen Sursky. Thanks for listening. And yes, I did spend the day being rather domestic. I cleaned much of my apartment. Uh, I know I did say a couple of weeks ago, prior to my trip to Chengdu and uh, Chongqing, that I had cleaned my apartment, and I did a little bit more of a surface cleaning, you know, sort of getting the dust and then uh, throwing out some things that I didn't really want to come back and look at. But today, I figured since I'm getting close to the end of my vacation days, I should probably like deep clean my apartment so it's good for, I don't know, the next three years. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wish I was kidding because like that has happened before. But anyway, one of the uh, reasons that uh, sort of spurred um this deep clean of my apartment or this thorough cleaning uh, was the fact that I actually had to swap out the washing machines. Uh, a couple months ago, I uh, complained to my landlord uh, again that the washing machine was basically on the Fritz. And I know you guys have, uh, have, have heard me complain about this thing several times. and so it, it sat outside my apartment for about a month because <laughs> uh, I just didn't I didn't want to deal with. It. I knew that as soon as I moved it into the apartment, and then tried to swap them out, I'd have to clean up everything, clean up around it, because I haven't moved the old washing machine in a very long time. I think the last person who did it was the last professional cleaner that I had come in, and that was a few years ago, prior to uh, this pandemic. Um, and I did think about getting some professionals, or not, I, I call them professionals, they're, they're not really professionals, they're professionals in that, that it's their job, I don't know if they have the same sort of professionalism that would, you know, warrant spending that much money on them. You, you sort of, you pay what you get for Let's put it that way. Um, so I did actually think about getting some to come in. But I thought, you know what, the one problem with having uh, these uh, like professional services come in is that they won't care about it as much as you do as much as I do but not only that I would have to tell them exactly what to do and the issue is that I mean I, I kinda look around and I kinda just add things that I want to do to, uh, to clean up. Now today I did have a very specific focus. I wanted to uh, clean around the washing machine, swap the washing machines, get the old one out of the apartment um, and the actual switch wasn't very difficult, it was rather easy but it was cleaning the entire bathroom Uh, which is what sort of happened as a result, Uh, and then since I want to get, you know, grimy anyway, I'm like, well, let's, what else could I clean, so I cleaned the windows as well, which I hadn't cleaned in a while, Uh, and then also my entire kitchen, which I had a guy come in a few months ago and clean the oven uh, exhaust duct, because it has that grease shit all over the place that stuff that if you touch it's like impossible to get rid of so I did get someone to come in and do that but uh he didn't he doesn't clean the actual oven itself so today I actually took apart the upper like I have a gas burn two gas burners on on my for a stove and I I took those apart and got right down to like where stuff falls and you never ever pick it up basically so i took all that out and i got most of the junk out of there i cleaned all the rims and everything uh let them soak in uh, baking soda vinegar uh, hand soap and uh, and hot water uh so that seemed to get a decent amount of the junk off around the whole kitchen i mean i just i just i cleaned around the the, the window i cleaned around the sink uh under the sink and everything even that was kind of gross because i haven't looked under there in a while um, the one thing I can say that if you ever come to Beijing, and this is not something I've ever dealt with in any other country, it is finding mold. And I know you're going to listen and go, well, "Yeah, it's very." It is kind of a scary thing because uh, I think this is actually what's giving me a lot of my allergy issues from time to time. And now that it's getting cold outside, I'm keeping the windows closed so all of that junk stays inside the apartment. And just compounds on itself, right? I'm thinking, you know, I had the apartment closed for a, a week or, or so. Like if there was any sort of mold or dust sort of lying around, like as soon as you walk in, it kicks up all that stuff. And I mean, no, no wonder I was uh, sort of uh, feeling it the other day. So that was the other reason I wanted to get everything deep cleaned, swap the washing machines, uh, get the other, uh, like clean everything else prepare the apartment so I don't have to clean it until like spring festival basically which is about five months away Um, and then that way over the next couple months I can I have a mostly clean apartment which uh, since work is going to start kicking up a little bit more in uh, November December I might not be home as much or at least not in the apartment as much because I'll have to be out you know commuting and working, which is what I guess I, I am in the country for. Uh, so yeah, it was. It actually feels very good. I am breathing a lot easier already. I can tell. Um, it looks just a lot better. I get, I'm actually really proud of cleaning the the uh, the oven area because that shit's difficult to get off. I I, I guess you know there's that uh, movie uh, with uh, my big fat Greek wedding where the, the the father or the grandfather just talks about using Windex all the time. Well, for me, it's vinegar and baking soda. So, I was using that for everything today. I had baking soda sprayed all over the place. I had vinegar. My apartment reeked of vinegar earlier today. Uh, but I mean, my sort of understanding is that at least it's natural, so it's not going to be pouring any more harmful chem- chemicals down the drains or anything like that. And it does a very good job. Um, I mean, I use I use I started using it to clean just about everything. Anytime I need to clean something, I uh uh, use that combination um, and then also I get a bunch of these uh, these uh, I, they're not baby wipes they're uh, antiseptic white uh, wipes and I use that to sort of give a one last uh, uh, go over and things like that so it, it I guess it's pretty clean it's uh, pretty good that way uh, and that way everything is sort of done and uh, serviced and ready to be left alone for the next uh, I don't know until I decide to clean it. Maybe I should hire cleaners to come in like biweekly to just do a touch up job. I mean, I could they're not expensive. When I say I'm hiring cleaners, uh and there are a lot of people who have IES, uh, IES like uh and uh but generally they're older women who clean or take care of children. Uh, that's one of the two jobs that IES typically do. Um, and there are a lot of cleaners that walk around my compound because they're hired by, uh, what's the company name? There's Mai Tian, there's uh, Lian oh, Lien, Lien Jia, which is another house rental company, apartment rental company, and Zoom. Is it Zoom? Oh, goodness. What's that? Uh, I'm going to think of it later once I stop recording. Uh, the other um, uh, Airbnb-like... Apartment rental agency. They have zero There we go, zero It's not zoomed. that's zero uh, room. Z i r o o m. They have a, I guess, uh, a team of ladies or people who go around uh cleaning the apartments because they always have people coming and going, right? And you can hire them for a couple hours. They'll, they have no problem taking a picking up extra work, especially if you're gonna pay them cash. They love it. I mean, it's it's just like, yep, there you go, score. Uh, if I did I mean we're talking I think the last cleaner I had in I paid her a hundred kwai that's $20 Canadian and it was four hours that she was in my apartment uh, cleaning just various things the only thing I wouldn't want them to do is touch my books because they don't they don't see that you know if their hands are wet you don't touch paper Uh, they just clean everything they just go Uh, Which would be fine, like if it was the kitchen or the bathroom or like the floor. But, like, as soon as you get into like computers, electronics, any of that stuff, I would, I, like, I saw her start going for that. I'm like, nope, just stop that. Don't, don't touch that. Please don't touch any of my computer stuff. I'll take, I'll move the cords out of your way, but don't be moving any of that stuff because I, I, I just don't trust you. I'm sorry. I just don't. Uh, but something like that where you can come in, they could uh, come in, they clean the, uh, uh, windows. They can clean the uh, the floor, the bathrooms. They'll they'll do it all. It's not not overly expensive. The bed I had cleaned for 150 quai, so $30 Canadian. Uh, the uh, chair I have, the sofa, I got cleaned for another 150 quai. That was another $30, which was a rip-off. I shouldn't have done that. Um, so you can hire these people. And it's very easy. It's all just through an app, through Taobao, uh, which is uh, sort of... I mean, it's bloody easy, and then they they call you, it's all in Chinese, so you do have to have some knowledge or have someone speak to them in Chinese uh, in order to uh, sort of arrange things, but even still, they will message you through the app, and if you tell them, don't call me, just type, because then you can copy and paste to your dictionary, that, I mean, you can pretend to know Chinese just as well as they could pretend to know English online in a text-based format. We're not at the point where we can copy-paste audio files and translate them just yet, even though I think that'd be kind of cool. We're getting there, but the technology isn't there just yet. Anyway, so that was good. Got everything uh, set up and uh, cleaned. I I do feel a lot better having uh, got it done. Speaking of Taobao, uh, if you don't live in China, you might not be aware of what season it is. No doubt in Canada, it's Thanksgiving, or just past Thanksgiving. Uh, Going into the United States is Thanksgiving, coming up at the end of November. Uh, It's also the beginning of, like, it's in the middle of the NFL season, tail end of CFL season, beginning of NHL. Uh, Christmas uh, is two months away. But prior to Christmas, you, of course, need to respect and honor the veterans on November 11th. Well, China won't be doing that. China, instead, uh, honors... It's sales. November 11th is known as double 11. This is a massive shopping festival and they've been making a big deal about it uh, each and every year, as the year. Every year, I got back, I got here in what, 2014? And I remember people talking about it. Back then, I couldn't order anything online because you need an Alipay account or a WeChat account, which would then enable you to pay online through these apps. You had to connect them. Well. Due to some, uh, well, not misunderstanding of how to write my name, I just could never get my account set up properly. So for the first couple of years, I never used Alipay. I never used WeChat. I used cash for everything. And if I needed Alipay or WeChat, I gave people physical cash and told them to send it to me, like to transfer money into my account because that was the only way I could do it. I couldn't figure out for the life of me, what what combination of letters they used to represent my name for my apps later that got figured uh, figured out and fixed and it's been vastly improved my life here you'll remember that i also take the bike all over the place that's joined to alipay so that's significantly reduced my uh the stresses in my life which is fantastic it's great now i've mentioned alipay and wechat wechat is owned by tencent you've probably heard of tencent You've probably heard of Alibaba. These are two massive companies in China uh, that deal with two main functions each. Tencent owns WeChat. Alipay owns, uh, sorry, Alibaba owns Alipay. Alipay is how I pay for just about everything. Uh, Scan a QR code. It's linked to my bank card. It's direct uh, transfer. There's no fee involved as far as I know. Uh, same with WeChat, you can do the same thing. WeChat, you can link a bank card. Uh, you can pay for cell phones, all your utilities, everything. If you could think of an, if you've ever wondered, is there an app where I can do any and all of this? There are. And it's WeChat and it's Alipay. WeChat would be more of a social media platform. Alipay is not. Alipay is strictly a, a payment processing platform mostly uh whereas tencent has the wechat function where it does uh like it has a a picture it has a wall or moments feed similar to twitter i guess you would call it uh twitter instagram yeah more like twitter i guess um because then that way it would be like people can but only your friends can see your pictures and stuff like that and you can send money to people you don't have to friend everybody to send the money you can give them a qr code or you can Ask them to give you a QR code and scan that, and you can transfer money very easily. Easily. So what's happening now? Uh, I mentioned these two companies. Tencent doesn't have, well, it didn't. No, it still doesn't. I don't think. AliPay or Alibaba has this massive shopping festival that starts in uh, in November, or it starts. Actually, it started yesterday. Uh, was it uh, October twentieth? So Wednesday, October twentieth. Uh they started broadcasting that November eleventh, a double eleven it was coming up and you know they and basically from now until I would say the end of I wanna say the end of November, but that's a lie. Because what's happened, I see, over the years, is that this is the beginning of the shopping season that doesn't end until after Spring Festival in February. And now that there's the Olympics coming up, there's gonna be another sale, you can almost guarantee it. So this is like starting from yesterday until probably the beginning of March. There's gonna be sale after sale after sale of whatever crap that you need to buy on a rotating basis. Every hour on the hour, the lists update, I think is every hour. It might be every two hours. I know Jingdong does every two hours. Taobao uh, might do something different, but they have all of these rotating sales. And this is the big attraction to it is that there's always something on sale. That being the case, November 11th is the big one. That is the that one where kids stay up until midnight to to buy like iPhones for 500 quai or something, right? It's a, It's insane. Some of the deals are pretty crazy. If you can get your internet connection to work, if you can get a, uh, get the platform to work, if you can get your phone to work properly on that day because so many people are accessing the systems at the same time, it, they sell very quickly. It's not one of those things where you say, oh, I'll come back to it in the morning. No, you have to know what you want. Uh, it does cater a lot to impulse purchases, but if you know what you want, you can also wait for it and then... Just wait for that time to, to turn over, basically, and uh, take advantage of the deals. There there are some pretty good deals, uh, and I don't. I'm not in the market for anything. Last year I bought a new GoPro. That was the thing that I bought. Uh, so I got the GoPro nine, um, which I subsequently lost. Uh, but <laughs> that uh, you can get some pretty nice deals uh, through and through. Same with like even just. Um, like services, like so you can get discounts on your data. You can get discounts on your uh, nothing like utilities, but um, streaming services, it and things like that. So like the the Chinese version of Netflix, you can buy heavily discounted subscriptions uh, and things like that. So it's it's kind of neat to uh, see. It's it's good to have, but uh, you do sort of see how it can become addictive. And I think like this is no secret that uh, the Chinese people have a bit of an issue with shopping. Uh, they love doing it. That, but one of the reasons, and this is kind of funny because you don't have this, you, we do, but we don't. Do you remember those infomercials? Like what was it? KTEL and those other like really late night call 1-800 blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, and get your free something or whatever right now. The ones that come to mind are the Ab Master. And then there is also another one. Oh, what's that vacuum cleaner that sucked? They made fun of it on Wayne's World. I can't remember, but something like that. And there's been others uh, where they used to be late night infomercials, right? Infomercials. That That's what these are. So China has upped the game. The, the the live streamers here now use Taobao or Jingdong. So I mentioned two companies before. WeChat, uh, Tencent and WeChat, that's one company. Alibaba and Alipay. Alibaba owns Taobao, that's the second company. There's another company, Jingdong. They don't have the same payment system that Alipay or WeChat have. They have a different e-commerce platform. But on Jingdong and on Taobao, people can live stream, which means they're just doing infomercials 24 hours a day. Usually they're very good looking people. Uh, The women are pretty good looking. The men, I guess, are pretty good looking as well. Uh, But they're also, they can be informative. I haven't watched very many of them, but this is what people will sit there and they will watch these things. Now, this is where it gets really neat. Instead of you having to call a phone number and get put on hold or anything like that, you press a button, you click, just like like an affiliate link uh, anywhere else, it takes you right to the product, you pay, and since your bank card or your Alipay account is already linked to this live streaming platform, the purchase is is basically instant. It's insane how they've done this. I, I have... You don't see this. If you're saying that North America, like North America excels in some things. And by North America, I'm mostly pointing to the United States and sort of how they are very, very good at monetizing everything. China just did this one better. Again, I'm not going to lie. These guys uh, and girls have figured out how to meld, to merge social media and commerce into one very seamless easy product and service the only uh, it's like you'd be able to watch a movie on your phone or even at the screen uh, at the theater and as the product is shown you shine your phone onto the 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 screen and scan a qr code or something and then you just magically purchase it not magically you you've linked your bank card obviously this, I mean, this is a phenomenal thing. And this is why um, when I sort of see criticisms of Chinese companies uh, in the West, oh, it's a high-tech, uh, whatever it is, country, and I go, yeah, they got some things going for them. They got some other th- things that are so they still have to work out. They've got the e-commerce down pretty well. Um, they almost put to shame some other uh, developed countries where it's just like, how can it take three weeks to get something to deliver delivered? To be fair. I live in Beijing, it's a massive city, it's the capital, so <laughs> uh, of course things are going to get here very quickly. Um, and that is, I guess, what the other big promotion is going on right now, is that with uh, with the ch- supply chain being interrupted as it is, they are pushing more domestic consumption, so uh, Chinese products, but they're also not guaranteeing, but promoting... Very quick delivery. We're talking, you watch this live stream broadcast. You click on the link or whatever it is. You buy the product and it can arrive within hours. If you bought it, it depends on what you're getting. Right? It really does. And most products will take at least a day to get you get to you. But you can have it shipped anywhere. You can buy it at home and have it shipped to your work. And the shipping people will show up. And if you're not there, they can even put it into what's called a hive box. So on my compound, we have these these, uh, secure lockers where they place packages uh, that you come home and you use your WeChat application or Jingdong or Alipay. And you scan a QR code and it pops open the secure box. Take your product, you close it, done. Fantastic. Very easy, very easy. It's made me thought of uh, purchasing shares in... uh, Alibaba, Uh, you can't do it in Tencent. I think. Oh, uh, I think it's an OTC trade. And Jingdong, yeah, that stock has gotten crushed lately as well. Uh, But that's, I mean, due to other uh, other uh, antitrust issues that are going on and things like that. So, but all that being said, it's the beginning of the shopping season. I know. If you were wondering, wait a minute. So they're going shopping while the rest of the world is paying respect. To fallen soldiers for wars that were fought today yesterday and years before yeah the irony isn't lost on me i mean it's i l- look at this and go wait a minute sir they pick this day of all days to promote as a shopping festival yet the rest of the world europe and north america in particular japan they remember that day is more like Oof! That was uh, that was an end to a very long battle of a lot of things. I mean, because World War One, World War Two, basically sequels, um, were kind of that. World War II, the end of World War Two, basically ended that sort of uh, that series of um, issues that had to be deal- dealt with in in Europe. So, but anyway, yeah. So Double Eleven, November Eleventh, Remembrance Day, wars, shopping. I guess. A shopping festival is a celebration of the, the peaceful times we live in? Is that how we could take it? Uh, I know I meant to write a blog post about this, and I don't think I ever published it because I was afraid that it was going to be... It was I couldn't word it properly. I think it's better that I spoke it rather than write it. And I'll leave it there. The beginning of the shopping festival, I got my apartment cleaned, I got three or four more days of vacation, and then it's back to work. Hope you guys are well. Thanks for listening. I hope you uh, learned a few things and head on over to my website, StephenSursky.com. I'll put all the sort uh, the show notes up there. Thanks again. We'll talk again. Bye bye.